Hey girl, welcome back to She Believe He Could podcast. Really quick, I just want to um, announce a few things for those who strictly follow me on this podcast. I want you to know that we are in the process of launching our new website. We are gearing up for so many more new things. And so if you haven't already, please be sure to go to www.shebelievehecouldpodcast.com. Drop your email in the subscription box so that way you will be the first to know when our site launch, um, other platforms that you can find She Believe He Could. Trust me, you don't want to miss what is happening behind the scenes. You want to be the first to know what's happening, when it's happening, and things like that. So I kind of wanted to make that announcement. I felt like I've announced it everywhere else, but on the podcast. So be sure you go sign up, drop your email, just so you can get that notification when things are moving. And yeah, second thing is to um, go follow She Believe He Could Instagram. I promise we are going to get more active and more engaged with our audience on there. Primarily, I post on my personal Instagram at Mrs. Kiana Price. Um, but I want to set goals for myself to start posting on She Believe He Could. I really need to draw the line between personal and business. And so I thought that was one of the good tips that I received is to post on that page versus my own. However, I said all that to say, welcome back, girl. So much is happening behind the scenes. I'm so excited to announce what is coming for She Believe He Could. I mean, I don't think no one is excited as much as I am, probably because I'm I'm like one of the few people that know what's coming. But I'm just so excited for all the things that God is doing in my heart. He's really cultivating my ground for roots that will run just as deep as my love for him. And I am truly grateful and I am just honored that he called me to this, um, to this purpose, to this, um, passion of mine. And I am thankful and I'm truly grateful. And just because I am called to this doesn't mean that I am exempt from everyday life, everyday things that comes up. Trust me, it does not come without this cup of suffering and I drink from that cup just like the next person. And so it doesn't mean that because everything is just exciting and booming on this end that I don't struggle because I do. And that's what makes me human. And I believe that she believe he could will be a platform to be able to talk about that process, to be able to believe in the premises of God and having something to stand on that's that's tangible, that's um, founded in faith and by faith. And so all of that will start to cultivate the ground that she believed he could was originally birthed from. And so I couldn't be more excited to just continue to walk this thing out. And I want to say thank you for trusting my journey as you, you know, follow me on platforms of social media, or if you're just tagging along on this podcast, thank you for trusting my journey. Um, because I know that it's not easy to be vulnerable. You know, it's not easy to be able to have faith in the things that you can't see. It's not easy. I can say that, you know, 
wholeheartedly that it's not, but it's worth it. And just believing in God to know that there's better and that there's more for you is what we're putting our hope in and our faith in. So this week, God um, really had me in the book of Exodus. And so from there, things just get really interesting, right? Um, And so God really wanted, you know, he handpicked or hand chose Moses to go to Egypt and lead his people out of, um, you know, lead his people of Israel out of Egypt and out of the imprisonment of Pharaoh. And in the midst of God telling Moses that he, you know, he's the chosen one. You know, Moses started to protest like Moses started to give excuse after excuse after excuse as to why he couldn't be the one. He it was just out of the question. He didn't see the light. You know, he started to see himself so small and so less than that. You know, despite what God was talking about, he just could not see it. He didn't want to believe it or anything. And the title of this episode is called Excuse You. It's not about me. So have you ever just been asked to do something or something has caught your attention and you're looking at the requirements, whether you're applying for a job, for school, your boss at work has asked you to take on a certain project and you're thinking about all of the many requirements and you're like, oh, no, maybe you should pick somebody else. Like you want A, B and C done, but I only know how to do A, like I'm not fit to do B. Why are you even asking me to do this in the first place? And so God was showing me five excuses that Moses had when God was trying to show him purpose. God was trying to show him his power. God was trying to show him his place of position. But in the midst of it, Moses was protesting against it all. So excuse number one. I'm not good enough. I know personally, I've said it, I've felt it, I've walked in it, I've claimed it, okay, that I am not good enough. And this is the goodness of God. Like he doesn't see the not enough. God sees the potential and the purpose of our past and our place of position now in our present. You know what I'm saying? Like God is the beginning, middle and the end. So what makes us think? that he can't use our middle based upon our past so we could have an ending. You know what I'm saying? Like he is the creator of all things. So again, excuse you. It's not about me. Excuse number two for Moses. I don't know everything. I don't know everything. How can you call me to go and do something? I don't even know what to do. Yes, I may go there, but then what? What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? What does this look like? But God was asking him. God was asking Moses to go and be all of what God is and not of what God was asking Moses to go and be all of what he is. And not of what we aren't. So God is asking to go in me. I don't need you to go in you. Not in the spirit. Not alone. In the flesh you're going to go physically. But I'm not asking you to go and be you. I'm not asking you to go and be a representation of what you have to offer. I'm asking you to go in me. I don't need you to know everything. Because that's who I am. In you. I am everything you're ever going to need. I am everything you're ever going to know or need to know. So I don't need you to know everything. 
Again, excuse you, it's not about me. Excuse number three, Moses was like, they won't believe me. God equipped Moses with the tools to overcome the doubt. In verses three through eight, even going down into verse nine, but verse eight says, the Lord said to Moses, if they do not believe you and you are not convinced by the first miraculous sign, they will be convinced by the second sign. And if they don't believe you or listen to you, even after these two signs, then take some water from the Nile River and pour it out on the dry ground. When you do, the water from the Nile will turn to blood on the ground. So God was saying, even if, even if that's the case, I am still with you. I am still the miracle in the signs of the wonders. I am still the miraculous of all miracles. I am. I am. So even if they don't believe you, I'm going to equip you to believe so that you can overcome your own self-doubt. I am going to set you up in a way to where you won't question. You won't doubt in their disbelief. You'll stand strong. You'll stand firm in what I've called you to. You'll stand firm in what I have called your name out for. So again, excuse you. It's not about me. Excuse number four. My speech isn't great. Listen, I struggle with this excuse for the longest time. You know, my accent can be really country sometimes and some of my words aren't as clear. And I even felt like this in high school when we would do the public speaking. I would kind of get cringy because I'm like, man, I my speech isn't as clear as I would want it to be. So that makes me different. So I started to look at myself a little bit less than and I started to believe things that wasn't true. And so with this excuse, my speech isn't great, but then God is saying it is in our flaws that he see fit to flourish. It is in our fear that he see fit to flourish. It is in our faults and our falls that God see fit to flourish. It is not about being all of the things that you are for God to use you. It is all about the things that you're not so God can use you because it is in your weakness that he is made strong in you. It is in your faults and your flaws that he gets the glory out of your life. It is in your imperfections that people see the beauty of God in your life. It's in your fears that you do it anyway. Again, excuse you. It's not about me. And excuse number five is I'm not qualified. So God, even if you have forgiven all of my excuses, you're, you're overlooking them. You, you aren't worried about them. You're still pressing me. You're still calling me. You're still tugging at my heart. Even in the midst of all of this, God, I'm not qualified. Like clearly it can't be me. It just, it just can't. God sent help with Moses. If you go to chapter four in Exodus, starting at uh, verse 13, Moses again pleaded, Lord, please send anyone else. Then the Lord became angry with Moses. All right, he said, what about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he speaks well and look, he is on his way to meet you now. He will be delighted to see you. 
Talk to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with both of you as you speak and I will instruct you both in what to do. He will be your mouthpiece and you will stand in the place of God for him, telling him what to say. And I love that even in the midst of Moses excuses, in the midst of Moses not seeing God for who he truly was and not seeing for what God was truly doing. Although, you know, God grew angry, he still sent help. You know, isn't that such a good, good father that even in the midst of our no's, God is still saying yes. Even in the midst of, you know, of us turning our cheek and our back against God, God is still showing up. He is still sending help our way. He is still opening the doors. He is still closing the ones that need to be shut. He is still moving the mountain despite the direction that we're headed in. He's still doing all of the things because that's what make him God. That's what make him Lord. That's what make him father. Because in the midst of our rebellious, in the midst of our complete just selfishness, He is still almighty. He is still our perfect peace. He is still our provider. He is still hope. God is still God and he still reigns over our life. His power shall be proclaimed in the earth, whether we are in agreement or disagreement. He will still be God, even in the midst of our unqualification, disqualification, counting us out, turning our back because we don't feel that we are enough. God sent help in the midst of God getting angry with Moses. He still was pleading with Moses. Okay. All right. And what I love about this, I was thinking about the Holy Spirit. So in the midst of your your unqualification and your unworthiness and all of the things that you feel that you are not, The Holy Spirit is here to help you. All the things that we aren't, the Holy Spirit is, you know, so we can build ourselves up in faith and knowing that the Holy Spirit got us and that he will teach us and he will put the words in our mouths and that he will move on our behalf as long as we're willing to be moved. Do you hear me? Like as long as we're willing to be moved, we will be moved by the Holy Spirit. That is something that we can't control and that is help we can't refuse. But our hearts and our ears and our eyes have to be open and willing to be receiving of his help. So even in the midst of our excuses, God is making an exception. Even in the midst of us turning a blind eye and turning our back upon the Lord because we don't feel that we should be the one to go. God is still calling your name. God is still pressing your heart and still cultivating the ground because he knows what's to come. He knows what's next. So although you may not feel like it right now, you may not think that you have what it would take. But God does. And so that's what makes him faithful. That's what makes him good. Because you don't know what I'm doing on the other side of that mountain. You're just asking me to move that mountain. But if you just have a little bit of faith to climb up that mountain to see all of what I'm doing in your life, you will then begin to trust me. But you have to be willing. You you can't tell me what you're not when you won't even move. What you don't have. When you won't even go, you can't tell me what you need when you're not even willing to ask for help. Excuses are just a way for us to be excused because even in the midst of our excuses, God is still saying yes, God is still showing up. So excuse you. It's not about me. 
when I press record and I get on this podcast before you and I pour out from a place that I I sometimes feel empty, God is saying it's not about you, it's about me. I need you to show up in me. When Moses first protested to God, you know, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered, verse 12, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. So when you're asking yourself, God, who am I to get the job? God, who am I to motivate the people, to encourage the people? Who am I to go and do the things that you're calling me to do? Know that God is answering you and saying, I will be with you. And if anyone asks who sent you, you tell them I am who I am has sent me. You tell people the great I am has sent me. This week, I just want to encourage you to stop making excuses and start making exceptions because what we really need to ask ourselves is why not me? Why not you? Because it is in your why that God can use you. It is in your very why of what happened, of what you're doing or what you're going to do that God can use you. I believe like one of my sincerest prayers here lately has just been, God, use me in a way that I would have to be cultivated before you, Lord. Use me in such a way to where my heart would have to be surrendered in all of the things. Use me in such a way that I've never seen before, that I've never heard before. God, use me in such a way. And so with that, it builds up the why. Because there is no me without him. And, you know, I am because he is. And so when people say, well, who sent you? If they're questioning, if they're doubting all of the things that God told you to do, you tell them the great I am has sent. No matter what comes your way, no matter who stands in your way, just know who sent you and that you have to keep your eyes focused upon him. There is a mission that you're headed to. There is something that God has called you to. So you keep the course and you just keep going. Keep the faith. Keep believing. Know who you are not so God can show you who you are. Because we are called out of this world and the many things that we do in this world will only be in this world. But when God has called you into a higher purpose, know that it's for generations to come. So until next time, girlfriend, holla. Holla.